Circus Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Woodall. To my right. Why are you screaming? I'm trying to have a really dominant voice. It's beautiful. Because I was so mumbly and quiet the last time. It's true. That is true, actually. So you know what? I'm going to be dominant. I'm confident now. To to your right. Brett. Uh, Brett Brett Welty. And to my right. Brett Welty. (laughs) (laughs) Always confident, sometimes right. There we go. He's looking into a mirror. (laughs) Wait a second. That's not what we're doing. You're going to confuse the software. Okay. Who is this? I'm Andrew McKinley. (laughs) McKinley. 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 From the Highlands of Scotland. Okay. (laughs) Of Morningside? Yes. You know, part above the, above the college where there's the hill that goes down to the, the pool. university now. Yeah, no, nah, you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they have a cool like arch clock tower, two million dollar arch. And to his right, <laughs> Bryce Armstrong. There we <laughs> go. It's been a hot hot minute since we've been together. It's because just a lot of junk has gone on. A lot. I'm pretty sure since the last one that we actually got published. I wasn't a dad yet. <laughs> no, but you are now. I'm a dad now. That's pretty also, cool. Another... And also an expecting dad. Yeah. Yeah. Even what a, better. What zero, a whirlwind. Zero to two. Zero to two. Brett had a baby. Well, not Brett, but his wife. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I did, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he's got the hips if it I ever happened. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I never looked at him that way. Nor have I. This isn't Junior. Is that the movie? Junior. Yes, it is. Junior. Junior. Ah, my water. Fun fact. But I can barely quote that movie. But I can't either. Okay. I've only. I don't even think I've seen it. That just seems so weird. It's a really dumb movie. Fine. But it's the one where he and and Danny DeVito are twins. No, you're an agent of chaos. That is absolutely not the same movie. (laughs) Don't spit that back out. You have to re-drink it. So a little background to that. When I first met Andrew, I was doing that to Andrew, where I would say something that was almost right, but not actually right, to see how long he could sit with it before he well actualed me. He's like, well, actually, no, that's not true, Brad. No, it's I'm trying to opposite. My my my, how the turntables. <laughs> I'm trying oh, to switch. I'm trying to switch right. it up for um actually instead of well actually. Um actually, that's, it's a good it's a good game show. Uh, Some. Good is a word. It is a game show. I love it. I've been watching mm-hmm. too much of it. Yeah, I didn't say that. We had Mike. no, so, you didn't. I've been watching too much of it. What? <laughs> Who? The, no. sh- the game show. Well, we, actually. Oh, okay. Anyway. I'm actually. I'm not old. I don't watch game shows. I watch Japanese ones. Though. Oh, that is a game show. But anyway. Hey, 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 hey! Come on, come on. We had a. My wife and I had a child as well. Man, that's right. So many babies. Yeah. Does anybody know the last time we dropped an episode? It's been a minute. August. Has it been a year? No, it's been a year. No, August. It was well. It was just. It might have been July when we recorded. it. I think yeah, we recorded it early. But like, good thing it's June. True. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a minute. I didn't tell these fools what I was going to talk about. So it's how we like it. So I didn't want to. I like that. So I don't know. It makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. That's oh, okay. I'm a fan. But um, we've all been through so much stuff in such little time Mm -hmm. and i think what we've come to the conclusion on i think together and you can correct me but that's my favorite thing to do hey (laughs) that's why i go to a therapist (laughs) (laughs) i haven't even started yet but i am (laughs) but um but i think we all came to the conclusion that i think we need to be more practical on how we present the gospel to people and how we live it out more. Instead of just having head knowledge, we have, we take that, what's that noise? Uh, head knowledge needs to be moved to our feet. Right? Would you agree with that? Like we need to take the gospel and put it into action. And I think more people need to hear about that over all the crazy theology and doctrine. Yes. Yeah. What do you guys think? The ones that are in front of me. <laughs> yes. yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. So I have... So whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm still just waiting for the shoe to drop and find <laughs> out what's about to happen. So. so I have some pretty basic questions. Pretty deep thought 
gosh, I just read the first one. Yeah. So first one, the heaviest one, I think. So where has the church failed in the last ten years? <laughs> I mean, there's a whole sheet. There's a whole rap sheet on that. But we, I mean, we don't want to be super like point fingers. But I think it's good to be critical of where we were and like where we could go. Any thoughts? Are Anybody? we talking more uh, like the the church Church of Jesus in general? Or are we talking about local church body or you do anything, anything? Really, anything, anything. It's kind of an open. That's that's more or less what I thought. Just wide, wide scope. It's always sat kind of uneasy with me. How? Oh yeah, thanks. Um, how? I'll say like we we pick which sins we really hate the most, sure. and I mean pro- probably the the most the most uh, loud ones right now are. Like the LGBT community, like uh, it's it's like we're at war with them, yeah. And that's not how the gospel works. I'd say I would say we're at war with them, but we're all. But there's also another side that's kind of stepping in the same room as them. Mm. Not, yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to say them as like a negative way, but it's just like it's like you have the like, church is doing two things. There's yeah, uh, what, what there's called like side A churches or something like that. That's like yeah. you, you know, like, your pastor can be. A progressive theology, yeah, and, and that's and that's just kind of has completely conformed to the world. Yeah, church and England. then and then I think the yeah. the overcorrect uh, with the more evangelical side is to basically treat anyone who has come out of the closet or has mm-hmm. decided to transition or anything like that as unsavable. That sure. the grace sure. of the gospel cannot that's get good. to them, and yeah. that's a failure because yeah. obviously that's not true. That would limit God. That would limit the gospel into who yeah. it could reach. Now, I'm not saying that like, I mean, yeah, people's hearts can be hardened, but mm. we don't know that. We don't know who. Sure. I don't think, at least not at face value, maybe after getting to know someone, we can see clues, but. Yeah, sure. I also don't believe that you are insert blank Christian. Right. So, and I think that's a struggle the church has had in that subject as well. It's like, well, I'm not, I'm, I think in in the good value to bridge that divide, I think they've I think that's a little bit of a ouch. A little bit of a compromise. My ears Who did this? This church? <laughs> that hurts so much. Who you who you texting so, this late night? That was my wife. So de- depending on if you Let can me hear see that your phone. the recording or not, we just heard a notification. I'm gonna turn up. That was my, very loud. I I'm gonna turn do not disturb on. No, that's fine. Like a small hammer. Answer your wife. A small I will. We're only large bell. I mean, we're working for free. Yeah, <laughs> it's your dime. So you did. Yeah, I think I think saying like I'm a gay Christian. Any, yeah, like, anything before anything Christian before wrong. Christian is wrong. Yeah, when, so there's such thing as a white Christian, a gay Christian, yeah. a black Christian, a, a European Christian. It's just yeah, it's Christian. I would say I'll jump in. Cool. I think, and this is a really broad statement, and so I apologize for those who are listening who prefer Wait, nuance. Maybe, maybe we can like pick it apart. Too. Yeah. Well, so I was. I mean, because obviously it's all based on what you see. Like I, I can't see everything. I don't know everything. I don't know all churches. I would say one thing the church hasn't done well. Since is, is since I've been alive is like creating the right counterculture that isn't cheesy or legalistic. Mm-hmm. So it's just seems like we've got like separate separate separateness separate like separatism. The yeah, there you go. That's a good word for it. Yeah. So like going almost full on. We we don't want, we don't want anything the world has to offer. Don't 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 go to the movies. Don't do any. Don't do anything. That's a, that's a Nazarene thing. Yeah, because right. my parents grew up in that separatist. Is yeah. the word I was up like they for, grew yeah. up like you couldn't wear certain clothes. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go to movies. You couldn't mm-hmm. do. You couldn't dance. You couldn't wear wedding rings. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah, I've heard of that. So, it's a Puritan thing. It, yeah, it, yeah. So We're like cultural hermits. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, and then like, you've got hmm. the other side, which I think is a, a seeker-sensitive kind of. I, I want to look so much like the world that yeah. we're indistinguishable, and I think. I think that would be one of the biggest failings of the church is to is I think we should be countercultural in all the right ways. I mean sure. you can't evangelize anything you hate. So we we just we can't hate the world or the people of the world. Yeah. But we should have something that is countercultural in the right ways yeah. and not in the ways that unfortunately like in my growing up in the middle of the country where cultural Christianity and all that kind of stuff still kind of reigns supreme or, or did for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I've landed in that spot of where you hear that you should hate the culture, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, 
but I'm like, then what do we do with verses like what, um, like Matthew 28, like go to the world and make mm-hmm. disciples mm-hmm. if we're just in the church, right? Like we're not going out and doing anything, right? And and that's not to say because again, I think one thing the church has done poorly is, well, then let's just take the governor off and any sort of like disciplining my life or yeah. or is is just you're 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 legalist man. You can't tell me what to like. You can't tell me that I shouldn't do this or that. Like that you're just a legalist, and I don't yeah. think that's fair either. Well, then, then it's like, oh man, it's almost we're, like you're riding like a bull. We're still set apart and holy, mm-hmm. yeah, made holy, not mm-hmm. not holy because we're Christians, yeah, mm-hmm. but we're made holy, holy because we're being sanctified, yeah. yeah, and in the process, and not of our own doing. We're not good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Because I think if you try to do it without Christ, I mean, you get you get legalism. You get yeah. All the stuff that doesn't... Then you are legalist. Oh. Mm-hmm. And cut that out. Yeah. That's not bad know. Christianity. It's not Christianity. Yeah, there you go. That's a really good way to say it. Was it... I found a quote from uh, Mike. Well, some of us got to prepare. That's yeah, nice. I did. That's not fair. This is it. But I want to give, give you guys... Just, <laughs> I want to hear you guys without any fun? like any prep, because I think sometimes that works really well. Fine, I'm going to close my laptop. Well, I mean, you can bring some down if you want. I don't know. I got no idea. <laughs> <have it. laughs> but, uh, Andrew can't think that fast. Uh, I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you, you got stream of consciousness or 20 minutes of thought, and then I'll finally say something. I got one or the other. There's no <laughs> in between. Sure. But uh, my, I might butcher his last name, but Mike Stetura says, the mark of a great church is not its seating capacity, but its sending, sending capacity. So if we're not sending people out to do more good works and discipling and making disciples and converts, then what are we doing? Like I said, I always compare it to those political comic, but those political comics of the fat rat, when we're just sitting there gaining all this knowledge, but we're not doing anything with it. So we're just getting more and more like bigger. I think that's what happens with this last. I'd probably shoot early 2000s till now. We've had a really big influx of knowledge, but I think that might be it. Like, I, And I know there's good works going on. You have to find it. I'm not saying there's not anything good going on, because there is. There's a lot of good stuff going on. But it, I think it gets overshadowed by the, what you call it, the race to see who's the smartest. And then I would say if we're just going for head knowledge, then I guess we're just following a philosophy over... Like a life with Christ. Because if you look with Jesus, he was doing things. And I'm not I'm not telling you that you shouldn't be doing things. And that you should or should not do things. Like, I think they go hand in hand together. But I also, you can't have too far to one side. It has to be a good balance of knowledge of the, of the, knowledge of the good the good works that God has done, like through his word and understanding theology and doctrine. I think it's all good to do. But if you're not putting it into action, then what's it worth? Thoughts? Rebuttals? For you? Is the, is the primary purpose of the church only to send? No. Okay. I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah. But I, don't, but I think if we're not sending out and we're not pushing our congregants to go, sure. then, then there's, we're just going to have issues like we have, we have had. One thing that I think is interesting is so, do you know why? Now this is again a blanket statement, but it's it's one legitimate view of the data. Do you know why <clears throat> Baptist churches are the largest denomination in the United States? Because their their mission strategy was different than the Presbyterians or the Congregationalists. So when you come over here on the Mayflower, everybody's Presbyterian, right? They're all that or Congregationalists. They're all baptizing babies. They're coming, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Baptists, and they're very very small. But what happens is the Baptists are more concerned with sending, and the Presbyterians were more concerned about educating, meaning we, we want to send ministers, but they need to be properly trained. Mm-hmm. And so what ended up happening was you have a lot of people in the Baptist stream would go out, you know, you're, you're saved, you're circuit, you, you go out as soon as, you, get them out as soon as you can, because the gospel going to the, the people is the most important thing, r- regardless of if they're qualified, I mean, just get them out, almost like underqualified whereas the Presbyterians might be more overqualified. So and I'm not making a moral judgment yeah. either way. It's more of just, I'm just saying, there were two schools of thought, and the yeah. reason why Baptistic churches, I mean, so you take all of your, everything that's not Presbyterian, you know, so non-denominational, all that stuff kind of finds its roots in 
general Baptist theology because they're they Just, baptize believers. Yeah. And that was the group that was going out. Yeah. It's a crude analogy, but it's basically oh sorry. I'm just gonna punch microphones all night. Um, it's uh, all right. It's like Ted Cruz. It's it's kind of what <laughs> <laughs> only certain people will get that reference. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, this this is this is an awful analogy. But why are you using it's, it? Because it still kind of works. Let's go. The, the movie Idiocracy oh, was okay. like. The people that were like trying to strategize and and uh, be very thoughtful about reproducing, like ended up dying out, and the people who just didn't use protection and didn't think about it ended up producing at severely higher rates. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing, but uh, it sounds like an insult to Baptists, and I'm not trying to do that. No, I I don't want to like harsh anybody. It's just like the the best like analog that I can think of well, at the moment, but it's just, yeah. There's been in the modern era, you you see the pendulum swing both sides. So it's like the Calvary chapel movement was all about being missional, but they were very almost critical if you're, if you're over intellectual. Oh yeah. Anti-intellectualism yeah. runs deep. It's still in pretty circles. Again, still never pretty, in Presbyterian circles though. Cause yeah. they've always been, they've always had a high view of education. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Yeah. And, that, and that's, but I also think if you're going to be, like a pastor or anything like that, you should have some formal education. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, but we're seeing, I think we're seeing the pendulum go this way, at least in the church world of like back to the intellectual over the missional. But I don't, but we've never, I don't know if we've ever been in a certain time like we have been now in the entirety of like, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't know, but I don't know. Like, it just seems like everything I mean, maybe- is so because we've never had to deal with digital and we never had to deal with all these different kind of issues. I, I mean, they take, di- they take different forms, but it's just, it's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but the, maybe the world we're in now, but yeah. there are realms where yeah. they don't care about education. They want to, yeah. they want to give you the smallest bit of information and sure. say, just go. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's a lot of those. The king. <laughs> oh, oh should I name Ooh. that name? By the way, by the way, should I name that name? Oh. name? No, it's been a long not. time. Okay, it's been him. a long time since we've done this. I keep forgetting. Say Shout out Dave Ryder. Oh name. my gosh. Shout Dave? out Dave Ryder. Not who we were talking about a minute ago. Definitely. No, we we're not want him to know no, he no, no. is in the building. He's in our hearts. We love him. We do. <laughs> we miss you, Dave Ryder. Rest in peace. <laughs> not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> We just hope he's resting because it's a Saturday night. We yeah. want to be he's resting. not dead. He's alive. It's a holiday weekend. That's all. Our Dave's not dead. He's surely alive. <laughs> Roaring like a lion. That's a... Now that's heretical. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I would say like our... The issues... Okay. I can't... I can't even say that time hasn't repeated itself because... Back in the Roman times, they've dealt they dealt with similar things to us. I think it just gets bigger every. It day. just gets yeah, it just gets bigger and wider. So it's like, I think, I think you would say five years ago, people were all freaked out about all the current like the sexualization of children and all that. But I'm like, bro, we've had this going on on the internet for a really long time. A long time. Like Rome has been on internet on the internet for however long. Like so, like the stuff that we would see. In the Roman Empire, like pedophilia and like all the crazy sexualization that they had in, in, in the Roman Empire. It's been here, but it's just on the digital world. We haven't seen it like fully fledged out until like yeah. the last couple of years. Like you know, longer you, than that, but longer yeah. than that, but it's just like laziness just, laziness no longer protects you from it. Yeah. It's because it's you don't true. have to go out and find it's it. Everywhere. It is in your it's, home. It's there. Because mm-hmm. computer. Right. Yeah. So it's so all I'm saying is the issues that we have are a lot I think they're a lot deeper and a lot more vast. Mm-hmm. And I will, but I will remind everybody Matthew 16 says Jesus will build his church. Yes. So oh, yeah. like just like 100%. we'll put the other guardrail up like yeah. it's 100%. gonna be okay. It but is it still doesn't look great. It's just sometimes sometimes the chaos because we have no shut off button mm-hmm. because we have phones and we have computers. Because mm-hmm. I think um, I think John Mark Comer said it pretty well, is that 
we're never really alone. Like we're never in the Aramos. We're never in the silence. We're never in the solitude because if we don't have guardrails on our phones. We're constantly seeing what other people are doing. So we're not technically alone. And then they had time to be alone and to process things and move a little bit more forward mm-hmm. until now. So maybe, maybe there's a practice of that. Maybe. I'm practicing the way. What's your next question? You want me to keep going? I want another question. You want another one? Yeah, let's go. Are let's go? Oh, uh, what? Or was that the only question? No. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. Hey, that's well, been well, sorry. It it's <laughs> been great. Um, so my question to that is how can we change that? Mm. What does that look like to Individually be, or as a... Um, individually, as a community, as church, as a as a corporate church. Like what? Like it's like I said, this is a broad conversation about how to be mission-minded. Mm-hmm. But we have to get to the root of the issues, at least have an idea of what we're dealing with, what we can look forward to in some ways but we also have to like give ourselves a goal to strive for i would say the the ability to see what the world is doing is a relatively new thing mm-hmm. and for most of human history all you could control was what was right in front of you sure yeah and and i think maybe a good dose of that would be helpful i think for people i think sometimes we think well, I can't do anything about everything, so I shouldn't do anything. And I, and I think, I think we're, we're we're called to just be faithful, mm-hmm. and so we should be faithful in our churches and in our yeah. sphere to be mission minded or whatever. So. Yeah. Well, because I, I think I had I had thought about something after, um, after walking away from that church plant that I was involved with. I think I was I was driving, I was driving home, and. I just thought, I was like, I have been so focused on going out and leaving the area I'm in to win people for Jesus, but I'm not even doing it here. And so like something in my thought in my head was like, why don't I just focus on being an influence around the people I'm around, like my neighbors and then my church community. At the time I didn't have a church community, but it was like, so the group I was meeting with here and there. Or my coworkers, and because I had remembered, like my grandpa was a first generation Christian in our family, and I'm the third generation Christian in our family. That's three generations of Christians now. That's a huge. That's a that's multiple lifetimes that have been changed by the gospel. That's a big deal. But we forget because we have all these trendy little. And I'm, I'm, I shouldn't. I'm never. Never mind. I'm not gonna stay. I'm not gonna stay. What I was gonna say, but we just forget that we've been that people curate something to look fancy when they're not. A lot of times, sometimes they're not even doing it. Like go out into the world and be a martyr. I don't think you know what you're saying. I'm like that means you could get killed. That means your family could be killed in front of you. Also, let's make it pretty. Why does that sound like Donald Trump? <laughs> this folks. There's actually. I- I don't think you realize it, but that there's an entire organization that's called. I know there is. Okay, so you don't. Okay, maybe. Of course you I know. I had to go to the the freaking conference thing oh, okay. in Minneapolis about it. And like about be all... the martyr. Well, not that. No. Yeah, no, no, there's an entire all... organization oh, that called sounds... be the martyr. Oh, that sounds stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. They're intense. Are they? Oh yeah, yeah. They're. I'll have to look into it. Hopefully, it's good. Uh, I don't. I trust. I kind of trust. I've you. seen some of what they do, and I know one of the guys in it, and he's ready to die for the gospel. Isn't that something, though? Like, Can we say the majority of the westernized church, so I'm not saying just America, I'd probably say Russian border west. So it's like, can we say that if it came down, down to it, that we would be able to give our lives for the sake of Jesus? I mean, I've thought about that so many times. Obviously, Columbine happened a long, long time ago, but the story that sticks with me every time someone talks about that is the girl that was killed in the library, and she was killed because she wouldn't renounce God. And I question all the time, would I be able to do that? 
And I know. Like, I don't know how to answer that. I know our pastor. Like, I wish I could say yes. I know but. our pastor says like, God's going to give us the grace for those moments, and I I 100% agree, but I just don't think we think about that enough. This is a much easier question ten months ago, and now I'm a dad. Yeah. Right. And it was an even quite easier question eleven years ago. Yeah. Before I was married, and like it's it's it seems like I'm not worried about me necessarily, but I'm yeah. worried about the family. Uh, how it's going to affect everyone? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. But I see. I mean, I'm selfish. Like I, I truthfully am. Like it's one of my biggest sins. I am a selfish, disgusting human being. And Becca and I have been talking about this a lot. On how, how bad you are. <laughs> on how. <laughs> on how selfish I am, and I am. It's a true. Good, a good wife. No, uh, no, it's and that's good. And it's it's bad. And I don't know what I would do, man. I've cried so much about this lately. Um, yeah, be honest. But in that moment, I don't know what I'd be able to do. I want to say, yeah, I would say I would die for the sake of the gospel, but because I'm in this disgusting place I'm in right now, I don't know if I could. Like I'm just being 100 percent honest. If I'm a, like, as I've I've thought about I've thought about it too, and I've thought I've thought of how like how much in my lifetime I've just taken this for granted because it's just been around. But like, what happens when none of this stuff is around and accessible for us? Like what? Like where are we gonna be? Like well, I can tell you where I think some people are. I'm not gonna make that judgment, but I, I can tell what the most, like most of the population of Christianity in the West, I know where they're probably gonna be, because they don't take it seriously enough. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, like this is, this has been life changing for so many people, over the two thousand years, two thousand plus years. How can you not? How can that not be the only thing that just sticks on your mind? Like, how can it not be the only thing that pushes you forward to to keep enduring? And I'm like, if it's just something that's going to give you status, hey, buddy, it ain't going to give you any more status because that's not a thing anymore. Like, that that is not the culture we live in anymore. Like, there's no status back. Hey, I'm a Christian. Like, oh, shoot, this guy? He's going to change my whole my whole office. Like, and then, like, then no one's, then, yeah, so it's like, I'm just at the point. It's like if you're not, if you're not going to take it serious, then why even bother? If you're not that's in, lukewarm. you're out. That it's it's it is lukewarm. Yeah, it's God spitting you out. Yeah, and it just bothers me because it's like you and I talked about it. Like what happens when I'm being repetitive a little bit, but it's like what happens pointed when pointed at me. I know. Yeah, I'm pointed at Brett. <laughs> who who saw that? No, but it's like what happens when her health isn't a thing anymore, yep. or Youth for Christ or gospel mission or any of these kind of things that have kind of like, and I, I don't like using this term very lightly or throwing it around, but it's like, like it's a privilege to have these things in our society. So what happens when these things don't exist? A lot of people that got their status from being on a board or on, or involved in volunteering probably going to jump ship because they weren't all in. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that for everybody, but I know that like people are just like, I'm on the I'm on the board of so and so and so and so and I I just this is who I am like then you have the a false identity yeah the false self but it's just, I'm just I'm just like how can you not be all in I know I've been there like I haven't been all in but it's like now I'm seeing it's like how can we not just be all in <laughs> send them send them sinner's prayer Lord Jesus come into my heart. So like again, not to be the the wet blanket of the group, but like no, like I like you. Remember, Being like wet blanket. I mean, <laughs> I was just gonna stop it. I like you. <laughs> I like you. End of sentence. <laughs> I mean, Peter, Peter, Peter boinked. Like Peter didn't get there, right? Yeah. He 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 didn't. That's he tripped one. at the finish line. I mean, like, yeah. He he renounced Christ three times to a serpent yeah. girl around right. a fire. I mean, yeah, right. Pretty weak sauce. I mean, yeah. Like, come on, and, dude. And I mean, I mean, just like the way Peter is presented in the scriptures, he just seems like a strapping, strong, hard charging. Yeah. That's why we love him. It's like he's just, yeah. he's just this dummy just keeps showing up and doing his thing. We love him. That's why we everybody loves Peter. Everybody's intimidated by Paul, but we love Peter. Yeah. So I mean, like, let's not let's not forget that. I mean, that that's yeah. there. 
And again, am I the last Pentecostal? Like, am I the only one that believes in the Holy Spirit right now? No. More? Like, I, like no, he will be with no. you. Like, you, you yeah, know, he I mean, will be with you. you. It will be okay. Like, the Holy, I mean, the Holy Spirit is who is with us now. Right. 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 And it'll be okay. And also, like, one of the, I mean, history. Like, history is a good thing. The uh, my book. Can you hand me my? Um, it's in the front pocket. Um, you know, history is just a, uh, history repeats itself and it's good to know. Like one of the biggest thing that the, the first century church, like the, the church from like after the apostles died to when Constantine in the three hundreds makes, makes Christianity legal. There's an the, argument to say if he was actually a Christian. Well, yeah, that's a whole nother animal. But the fact of the matter is like what he, what, what they, but a question asked is like, what do we do with the post? What do we do with people that? renounce the faith. Do we let him back in? So this is a guy that has been baptized and he's been fellowshipping with us and he got caught by Rome and Rome said, if you renounce Jesus, you can keep your head. And he did it. And then he came back on Sunday and was like, I still want to worship with you guys. So we've been through this. Like the church has dealt with this. What do we do? What what don't we do? What do we call that? You know, and it's going to be, I mean, like if someone's got a gun to your head and you're like, whoops, this isn't like Joel Osteen going on, Oh you know, gosh. Larry King and not knowing how to give the gospel. This is like, there's like, I'm just saying, there's any way to, you can find yeah. any way to Jesus. Yeah. And look, I just, and again, Booba. I mean, what'd you say? Boba? <laughs> yeah. Bubble tea? No, the grand Pooba. Yeah. <laughs> the Dalai Lama. You suck my tongue. Oh my gosh. There are kids that listen to this. We, we, no, yeah. Just don't go near the Dalai Lama. That's true. So I don't know. I mean, I don't mean to, Again, I just think it's just a good reminder. Like again, yeah. like let's not let's not go in the other ditch and like build yeah. these other apparatuses that are like okay, we don't like yeah. legalism, we don't like this, but then like the mark of true Christianity is to never fail and yeah. to always. I mean, yeah. we need grace. We oh, need grace, uh-huh. and if 100%. God gives us the grace to stand firm when 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 attacked, we'll stand. And if if we don't trust and we we fall, God will pick us back yeah. up. It doesn't mean like because you didn't stand for Christ when your life was on the line, you're the yeah. worst. I mean, yeah. you're human. I mean, like that's part of the part of the deal. I had heard, I had yeah. listened to a podcast series. I would take you back. So, is what I'm saying is, come well, back to church on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would like. I listened to a podcast series that was talking about the significance of like the tabernacle and the sanctuary, and how there was different levels or different spaces for all the different people and when you're super into to following god and like doing the life there's a space for you but when you're questioning things and you're you feel like you're backsliding a bit there's a space for you so it's like i think i think with the modern church there's one or none Mm -hmm. and there's no space like we don't meet people in the space that they are in if that's questioning or like super on fire or just kind of like, because it takes a little more thought. It, it takes a little, a little bit more. A little lazy to think. Yeah, and nuance is necessary, and we don't right? we don't want to because that's more processing power. Yeah, like sometimes I, I want to simplify. Yeah, sometimes there's like no words to say, and people are like, I should have something to say, so I'm going to use this stereotypical nonsense, and make it worse most of the time. Yeah, I mean. Not to go into detail because I don't want to and I don't respect yes. my wife's family. But with all the bull crap that we've been going through over yeah. the last eight months, nine months, the one thing that specifically the three of you have done incredibly well um, is just sitting and being with me. Um, without that, it would have been a lot harder. It's, it would have been a lot worse. And I mean, no one knew what to do. No one knows what to do in in it. And so no one tried to give me some stupid answer. No one tried to say some stupid thing. It was just sitting and being, and that was super helpful. And the the one thing that Job's friends got right at the beginning of the book. At the beginning. (laughs) At the beginning. At the beginning. Then they messed up. But I just (laughs) sat there. Yeah. 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 Pastor said that one week, and it was like, Oh yeah, that's great. Um, I think that's so. how it's supposed to be, though. Yeah, because there's just things that we don't comprehend this side of eternity, right? I think we need. I think I think Christians could could be better at that. You know, just understanding that sometimes there is there is no words. And and yeah, like 
we don't have to get everybody back to a steady state. Like no. the goal isn't to get everybody everybody back to being like you're fine, you're fine again. Like it's to it's to like if you're if yeah. you're if you're in the ba- if you're on the ground like legs broken like and I'm analogy wise legs broken we should be the ones picking you up and dragging you with us even if it's just a slow walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean we're not fine, mm-hmm. we're not good. We're, I mean it's the the whole phrase of time will heal is kind of a load of garbage um it's i used to say it all the time and now being in a mess time time will heal is and, and becca's therapist will say this that it is garbage it, time doesn't heal necessarily no. because the pain will always be mm-hmm. but also healing takes time healing does take time but it's it doesn't inverse like that no it doesn't mean that time is causing the healing no mm-hmm. but do you in this situation it, there won't be a full healing. Like it's it's not yeah. going to completely heal. No. And I know this is vague for anyone listening. So if you I'm don't sorry. know, I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to explain. None of your business. Um, at least not yet. Call, um, call me later. I'll tell you. <laughs> call me me. For the tens of listeners, all who already know us. Yeah, you probably already know what's going on. So if you need to know this, you have my number. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's 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 just better to live out the gospel in that and being the way that you know we have been uh has been speaking the gospel in the in that way i mean obviously i know the gospel so it's a little different but just being has been great well you're also learning that the gospel isn't just for unbelievers i mean the gospel is for believers i mean it we, is we need it every day yeah i'm still All a sinner i mean that that's another thing if you want to go back to asking me what what the church might have done wrong in the last 10 years is like the gospel is for unbelievers, and it's not. I mean, the gospel is for right. life. It's for all. Right. It's for everything. I mean, it, it, it's the Does, answer. Jesus is the answer to everything. That's not just a funny Sunday school thing. Like, no, he just really true. is. I mean, well, are, are you, are you, yeah, what do you need? Christ has it in yeah. abundance. And I think, I think people got so, like, would be disenchanted. Would that be the right the right terminology? You gotta give me more. So sense. it's like I need I, more runway. Disenfranchised. Yeah. Disenchanted. No. Disenchanted like, is a movie. Disassembled. So like disenchanted. Their arms? Disenchanted with just a simple gospel message. Yeah. You know. I had a guy say to me one time. He went to a church that I, I perceived to be a little more like seeker sensitive, like mm-hmm. wanting to bring people in. And he, yeah. he served, and he he said to me one time. I don't know if it was a guest speaker or something, but. Or he went to somebody else's church and and they preached something that wasn't just like like I was like three hots in a cot like boom 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 gospel out the door like he was like it was nice it was nice to hear hear something deeper and I just found that so sad I'm like yeah. you're going to church every Sunday and the model you're in says that church is only to bring unbelievers in and there's no category for the mm. church is for yeah. the believing body of Christ to assemble and to be edified and encouraged and yes there'll be unbelievers there. But like we're here to not forsake the assembling together as believers. That's the primary purpose of, yeah. of a Sunday morning church service. And I just I, I was heartbroken by that because it seemed like you he was a believer, but he just still didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. You know, or like yeah. where to go. It just seems so lost. I mean yeah. he wouldn't say that, I bet, but I'm just like into this guy and I'm like, bro, this thing this this Bible is 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 as safe as a kiddie pool and as deep as the ocean. Like yeah. where do you want to go? Right. Like, like, yeah, the Bible can save you. It, it can give you to Christ, and it can it can get you through a couple of things. Or it can be like the thing you you spend your life trying to know deeper. And oh yeah, I think there's there was a there's a book called Death to Deconstruction, and it has a separate narrative, kind of running through the the whole the whole book called uh, was it The Apprentice. And I think I don't want to butcher this, but I probably will. But it's the apprentice and his master. I think is what it is. It's talk. It's it's almost a play off of Pilgrim's Progress a little a little bit. The uh, John appren- Bunyan, another good Baptist, by the way. <laughs> but the yep. uh, shots fired. <laughs> but the um, the apprentice would see people coming back down the path in the opposite direction of him and the master. And no, him and the teacher. The apprentice and the teacher, that's what it was. And he would see, he would ask, he's like, Man, like, teacher, why are they walking back? And then he would go, he would nuance a little bit. But then the teacher had said, this life is slow. And it's sometimes it's a walk. And sometimes it's a jog. And sometimes we just stay. But the narrow way 
is going to lead you to life. And the broad way that these others keep coming back and forth with leads to destruction because there's like thorns and and falls and pitfalls and they're falling off cliffs and stuff like that. And it's like, I mean, like, I think I've always been, I've always compared the Christian life as like a, a sprint instead of like a, a race, a never ending race, which is, if you think of about a marathon, if you've never run one, because I haven't. And I never will. I never will. Nope. But nope. when you're first doing it, it's <laughs> how many miles is a marathon? 26.1 or 2. Yeah, 1 or 2. two. You, sometimes two. you have people yeah. that can run the whole thing and get to the finish line. Without. Andrew, why is it called <coughs> marathon? And why is it 26.2 miles? Because the messenger from yep. Thermopylae there it is. Uh, had no, to run God. back to the, the city of Marathon? Or something was named Marathon. Yes, it was. And it was 26.2 miles. <laughs> and uh, he died when he got there, but he made the he got the message back to them to send soldiers or something like that. Hey. So the, the, the message is... Something like that. Don't run. Yeah, running, running will kill you. <laughs> yep, don't ever run a marathon. They'll kill you. But it's, all, but it's also... It was... I just, I just remember like people walk a marathon. I just knew you knew. Okay, yeah. I'm not interrupting no, you're, no, you. No, you're fine. You're fine. But like people walk a marathon. But... We have a short, short life, but it's there's gonna be times that, like, it's just a slow walk with God, and that's okay, because it's probably, because time, time and time and space don't really like affiliate with God, right? So like, time is like a mystery. I mean, he he made them. Yeah. He was already there before them. So yeah, so it's like we're gonna have this infinite amount of time, and we're still only gonna learn the surface. Of his glory and his goodness. So it's like, I have to like consider that too. That we don't have to constantly be like hustling for Jesus kind of thing. Let me read you something that I got from a, a book about Bible reading and like, like growing in the knowledge of the faith. Mm. The best Bible reading isn't learned overnight or even after a semester of lectures, but day after day, week after week, month after month, and year after year, imbibing the Bible having God's word inform our minds, inspire our hearts, instruct our lives. It is then that we slowly see the lights going on everywhere as we walk through this life and keep walking through the text. Like, it's not, and I just, I, so I'm going through this book with a guy from our church, and I just, I can tell you, like, that's just like my story as a believer, is like, if I have any wisdom, any maturity in Christ, it's been a long time coming. Like, just so, so long, just so years of just opening my Bible every morning before work and just reading and going and reading. And and you turn around and you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I know some stuff now. But, like, that was just so helpful. And, like, I'm just too dumb to know, like, to pay attention to what's going on. I was like, oh, okay. I just turn around and say, oh, here we are. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think we all want something faster. And we all want, we want our... our our, uh, our stuff on a phone because we want to be able to find it faster. And that's good, but like, how do you even know where to look if you don't know, if you don't know something about the Bible? This podcast is not funny at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> but I think we're in, I think we're in like, I think we're in strange times. Yeah. You know, there's like funny a little bit all throughout it. But I think it's like, we have to like see what we're up against, right? And, like where we could go, where what we could do now, with the, even though it feels long for us on like, on life, it's short. It's like a vapor, you know, and if we don't take taking the gospel out to the world and the play, the spheres of influence that we have, then we're misstepping a little bit. I think Jesus wasn't asking for perfection either, though. So it's like we're not going to get it right every time. Like I, so I'm in a like a cultural immersion kind of internship thing with the Crescent Project, and they're supposed to build br- bridges or whatever. And what? I don't know. He's just laughing. You're talking about your cult? No, no not that. <laughs> the Crescent Project, the internship. I'm in. Oh, okay, yeah. not the cult. You're talking about the Order of the Mustard Seed. <laughs> that okay. Sorry, it's not a cult. It's not a cult. It just is really funny. How many things happen to you in a so, week? I, so I see you from time to time. I don't know anything. He's a little spicy. Spicy. You're so funny. 
He's that mustard with he, that horse. He fish. presented it to me and said, "Hey, I am in this thing. It's not a well, cult. I'm, it's not a cult. I promise." <laughs> I explained it. I'm like, "Bro, it sounds like a cult." I'm not. <laughs> at the very least, it's a it's a pyramid scheme. Uh, you don't have to pay anything for it. Oh. But that's oh. how they get you. Yeah. yeah but um, it's not a cult. But I was so I'm supposed to talk to Muslims in our community and kind of like present the gospel for the seed of the mustard no nope. the other i know other one. now i'm just yeah. crescent project sorry yeah so but um moon knight is who's crescent i'm confused uh, that show is not great i know i'm just here to i'm just here to help why are we talking about that show it's so bad i'm just here to help i'm trying to get disney as a sponsor i don't know yep oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> they are not sponsored no they no what is your rank in the mustard seed thing <laughs> nothing yet <laughs> he's I trying to talk about something else <laughs> are you growing like are you going to be a tree no. do you have I'll, birds on i'll it? show you uh, afterwards okay but we got, let's take us offline knight of the order of the white mustard tree <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry yes i derailed that the waning, whole thought the waning mustard moon yep yeah. close <laughs> So you're almost there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, um, crescent moon. The crescent project. Okay. There yeah. Is. Crescent. Not a cult. So not, not a cult. This is, this not, is cult. not the cult. This not has cult. been around for one. a really long time. <laughs> but um, so has so has Lemis Waco. So have yeah, cults. They're gone now, but okay. Yeah. Um, because you're right. Things that last a long time are always good. What? Like cults? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm now so you, confused. Okay, okay. Now do your thing. Okay, now do your thing. Thanks a lot. Just called us out I'm for so not sorry. being funny, so we had to yeah, be funny. I, I got this from. That's true. That's true. Sorry, sorry, it happened right there. I was on a roll. You were. That's why. Crescent I, Moon. Crescent. 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 Moon is the order of the crescent mustard seed. Mustard. <laughs> nope. Ball. It, to be clear. <laughs> so okay. So yes, crescent, project. crescent project. You're trying to immerse yourself in all things Muslim. Yes. Because our 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 community. Has had a big influx of Muslims. Probably we are surprisingly time. diverse for the size town we are. I it, mean, if you if you count the tri-state, mm-hmm. maybe a hundred thousand, yeah. whatever, 80, probably yeah. Yeah. something like that. But it's like maybe a hundred before COVID. Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh shoot! Are you saying we lost twenty thousand people. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say anything. I just don't know if anybody's. It's at least up. at Man. least enough for our own football team. Yes. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, a small regional. No, to like, yeah, what? To like have enough people to be on a football team. Oh, <laughs> oh four? Yes. So that's rugby. That being said, so you're going around yeah. and you're. But I was like, oh my god, like I want to talk to like a Somalian and just build a bridge. I couldn't come to do it because I was just like, I've never done this before. I've never talked to somebody that was in like a more hostile religion to. Christianity, and I was like, I was just gonna go ask, way hey, that sign says halal me. What does that mean? And like, just kind of like ask a question. I can do it, and I don't even remember what I was doing. But yeah, I guess just ask more questions. I totally lost my train of thought. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know how you, I don't know how you could lose your thought with this with this kind of crack operation. My I feet are cold, and I don't understand. I'm so cold. <laughs> I said I'm so cold. I'm so sorry. Ice cold. Perfectionism. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna like we're not gonna do things perfect, mm-hmm. and I don't think we're expected to be perfect. Yeah, right. Just like what's this guy's name? Leslie Parrot. Oh, Parrot. Polly want a cracker. Polly want cracker. Yeah, the battle for your mind, understanding the sanctified personality, Nazarene. Oh my gosh. Oh, we won't but, hold that against him. Yeah, <laughs> it's from my grandpa's library. There's a reason to get rid of it. <laughs> He's still alive. No, I'm just kidding. My grandpa is still alive. He'll listen to this. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Never That's what you're apologizing for. There's a lot of other things that you should be apologizing for. Well, I don't even know. But I don't apologize for nothing. I don't know. It's Donald true. Trump, I shouldn't ask for forgiveness. Don't think I should have to. <laughs> what? He said that. He's like, do you ever, someone asked him, like, do you ever think you should ask for forgiveness or things? Like, I don't want to ask for forgiveness. I don't think I should have to. It's like a step back. <laughs> and that's how you know he's not a Christian. Oops. But yeah. So what Leslie anyway. So what Leslie Parrott said this is about like Christian perfectionism. And Jesus was not calling us to absolute perfection because there's no such thing. Uh, except he, for him. Except for him. He was not asking for human perfection, for it does not exist. And he was certainly not calling for the disordered kind of holiness perfection that demonstrates self-righteousness, legalism, or emotionalism. So it's like a whole thing bundled into one. Mm. 
So he's not asking for that. I think he's just asking for us to follow him faithfully, whatever that looks like. Right? Yeah. I had one more question. Let's do it. Let's lie. I think we had. Okay. I feel like we answered that question. We probably did. Yeah. Ask it. Say it out loud. People want to know. It was just how can we be mission minded individually, community? So it's like we already got an answer to that. Yeah. Um, If you don't know by now, I've got I've got a nine month old new way to do it, because adoption is a great analogy for the gospel, and I've got to do that so many times, yeah. Yeah. and I love it. Yeah, it's been neat. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it really is like we've, we've there are people there are very weird attitudes about adoption, yeah. um, out there. Sure, they are surprising to me. I had always been kind of just cool with adoption. I didn't think it was weird. I was like, oh yeah, cool. All right, person joins a family because they can't be in their own for whatever reason anymore. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. There are people that like, it's got a stigma. Hmm. Like people that are like, oh, is, is it some people are like, are you doing this for like government grant or for mm. tax cuts? Some people that are like, are you worried that now that you're going to have a baby biologically, you're not going to love your first kid anymore or, or not the same way. Like just all kinds of weird stuff. I had somebody ask me when we were still trying to adopt. It's like, are, don't you want to have real kids first? Like, real kids. Yeah. Because I've met, I've met robots. Yeah. I've met Winnie. She's very real. She's super she's real. She's real. She's so she's, cute. she's got the stinky poops to prove it. Oh, yeah. She's real. I held her tonight. She is very real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I think so. But, like, I've, I've been Unlike able, the birds, right? Yeah. Birds are not real. Birds, are, birds aren't real.com. Nor is the moon. More on that later. But. <laughs> There's only so um, much we can cover in one podcast. Yeah, but uh, I've I've got to repeatedly say, no, you don't understand. She's part of our family now. Yeah. She is my daughter, like 100% my daughter. And a, a couple times I got to like Tai Chi that into that's the same way that God works with us. Like we are 100% heirs to the kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're 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 sinful. We're separated from him right now. As far as like, we can't be in his presence without being glory burned to death. I think is how it works. If I read the scripture right, <coughs> sure. that's not in there. I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, I mean, it, it's the same thing. We are the sanctification process gets us to where we are 100% his, and I've got to use that more than a few times because. People have weird attitudes about adoption. And so it yep. becomes like this neat opportunity. I have a quick theological question. That could be like a Brillo pad. Did you need to go? No, I want him to answer it. No, I'm just going. Oh, that's going to be hard. No. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really that deep. It's, oh. it's so we, I always hear that we're not. So, so what do we do since we're sinners, right? Yes. But we're also image bearers. Are we not image bearers before? So I guess it depends what you mean by image bearer. So because like we were typically cr- the, all, like, all things were created in the image of God, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all humans. Mm-hmm. So what I'm asking is, I can't really think. I can't really like word it very well. But it's just like we're all image bearers, but we're fallen. Mm-hmm. Are we not image bearers? When I, we're I th- fallen. Yeah. So I think we I think we retain some some image bearing, um, but it but it, yeah, it's tainted on some level. Because then would that back the scripture that all could come to Christ. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think I think the reason why organizations, you know, like abortion organizations exist, and the reason why it matters is because God has uniquely created humanity mm-hmm. as kind of the crown jewel of creation. So even if someone is born, never repents of their sin, never puts their trust in Christ, and dies with their sins unatoned mm-hmm. for, that's still an image bearer, right? Yeah. I mean, that's still someone that is made in the image of God. And I think no one really knows what it means. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't think any theologian could say, this is what it means definitively yeah. to, to have the mark of the image of God, yeah. or, or what changed when the fall happened. But we just know that that to our base level, we, we changed due to sin, mm-hmm. but we still retain some level of God's um, image, mm-hmm. you know, as, as hum- humans. Like, humanity yeah. holds that. Uniquely, there's no other thing in in all of creation that yeah. that carries that mark, which is why um, so much of of this idea of like it's 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 more illegal right now to 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 kill a baby seal than a baby in the womb, right? That's a common oh, phrase, right? Yeah. But the idea is it's because we lose it. Is if you don't understand 
humanity's uniqueness because we're made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. So if you give up the image of God, you give up the theological difference between a human and any other animal, which is why, yeah. you know, anything that has to do with like Darwinian evolution is just, it, it misses the mark because it doesn't give, it's just saying we're just further along than than apes, so we should give apes the same rights that we give yeah. humans. I mean, watch any dog mom talk about their dog, right? I mean, that's... Please, I, I can't. I mean, I, can't with them. I have a hard time with it. No, you're not. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on. Yeah. Well, you're a mom now? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So that, that's a good question. Hold on. That's a good question. And and the reason why we evangelize everybody is because everybody is is an image bearer. And the reason why I think I think I don't think I'm I'm saying the way I understand Genesis nine and the command that that God gave to Noah on top of we all remember the rainbow. But what most people forget is that in in Genesis nine it also says. Anyone that that takes the life of another man with premeditated murder, his life is forfeit. Mm-hmm. Like capital punishment is still on the table because it is so yeah. egregious to to kill a human because all humans are made in the image yeah. of God. I think uh, um, the Didache talks, and that's like the they claim that that's the earliest document post Bible that's about the Christian faith. It's not teaching it's not, of, yeah. teaching of the twelve, right? Yeah. Didache is is yeah. Latin for twelve, so yeah. it's the teaching of the twelve, the apostles, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, I think in chapter four, um, it talks about killing, and it all, but it specifically names abortion, yeah, which is interesting mm-hmm. for that time, but mm-hmm. it was happening in that time, so that I think are, that are abandonment, yeah. This is the book you were showing me the other day, mm-hmm. yeah, because they, because I think back in ancient Rome. The Christians would go out to the dump, yep, where they would throw babies and adopt the babies. Yes, they would. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, that's what they would do. You'd have a baby. That's what would be get, distinct. What they call that? Christian casting out or throwing yeah. out. They would just like abandon their babies and mm-hmm. look to die. And well, Christians the, would just scoop them it up. It could either be they didn't want it or they couldn't even afford to have children. So it was like that was the only thing you could do. And I think, I th- I guess, oh, what was this that? Is why Christians should not be idolizing Spartans. <laughs> True. It's true. Idolizing what? Or, Spart- Rome, or Romans. Spartans. Yeah. Or Romans. Yeah. True. So. Okay. Can I say like this? I I went down this thought process in a very, it, it took me to a very different destination in, in a very good but sad way. Um, I was struggling with the idea of being heartbroken about my sin. This is as a younger, a, a younger Christian. I, I, would often feel like, man, I really don't feel that bad about it, and I should. I don't know how to get there. And there was, I, I cannot remember any ver- verses or references for the life of me, but I mean, God took me down this process of we're the image bearers, and then we involve sin in our lives, means that we're ruining that perfection that God originally built. We're, we're adding more awfulness to it. I guess an example in scripture is, is talking about how when we uh, take any part in sexual immorality, we are, you know, we're involving God in that. Like, and so it's it's not just us and another human partner. Like he's, he's there too. Yeah, it's it's to, to warp and pervert uh, what was a good thing that he created. And, and every sin is that same thing. We are involving God's image in the muck and the awful behavior and sin and everything. And that worked. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm really heartbroken about it now. Like I understand how awful that is. And that's kind of, that's, that's how I could finally get there. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. I think the, I think that's why sexual sin is so like deep and wounding because mm-hmm. it involves so many people. And yeah, well, it's, it's then it's, what, what sex does to your brain mm-hmm. is, so much longer lasting than the gratification that first comes out of it. Yeah. Right. Is you, you bond with whatever was involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I say I said whatever on purpose because it's getting weird out there, man. It's getting very strange. It's getting weird out there. Yeah, because you guys are just basically you're you're riffing on First Corinthians six. Yeah. For uh, where does it say here that? Yeah, basically it's it's the idea that do you not know that he who is joined to one becomes one with them? You know. I'm, I'm, Editing some of it because I know my kids will listen. Not that you should edit the Bible, but we're just being a little less, less direct. But less graphic. Yeah, that's all. Um, but yeah, the idea is that 
you know, every other, it says right here, every other sin a person commits is outside of the body, but a, the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you? So that's what Andrew's talking about. We're talking about like, we're dragging the image, we're dragging the Holy Spirit with us. I mean, so text, and I would love not, we don't have time tonight. Maybe we don't have time ever because it's a really big topic, but I would love to talk about this idea of like grieving and quenching the Holy Spirit and like what role, like now we are believers. So we figured out justification by faith alone, but like, how do we grow in holiness? Mm. Like, like what, yeah. like what is our mm. role in that? Because I would argue that we have a role and we have something that we have to do. And I think if we don't do mm-hmm. it, we do thing like things like grieve the Holy Spirit and Whoa. Yeah, I can see what these two books have been pretty good for, at least for me, on comprehending the Holy Spirit. We did a, we almost did a, a series on this stuff, cultivating the fruit of the Spirit by uh, Christopher C. or J. H. Wright. We and did, we did do part of that. We did yeah, do part we, of it. And then the battle for your where mind. listens went to die. <laughs> yeah, that's where what. Listens went to die. Oh, people no. didn't seem Pe- to like it. People still yeah. listen. Oh, oh, they do. We're still getting listens on it. Of course we are. Sweet. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, the battle for your mind, understanding the sanctified personality. I think these two have been really. These two books have been pretty. Besides the Bible, have been really like formative, for my understanding of like living a holy life, but living a life filled with the Holy Spirit. Because we like we get into two camps, either like super emotional Holy Spirit or. Holy Spirit, no, no, kind of thing, you know. Frozen, chosen. Yeah. So I'm just like, the Holy Spirit. Jesus bragged on the Holy Spirit, right? Not like he's like, I have to leave you, but the Helper is coming. It's good that it was yeah. better for you that I like yeah what he says yeah, because the Holy Spirit's coming to finish the job. Yeah. You know, and he's going to guide us through this life, so we can't. Throw the Holy Spirit away. But is that in the budget? Well, <laughs> as long as the fog machine is. Yeah. Right, Bryce? You remember that, right? Don't even. You remember when we put essential oils in the fog machine? <laughs> no, we didn't. That would break the fog machine, and then I, I would know. get yelled at. No, I know. You remember when the fog didn't even get up to the ceiling? Hey, just, oh, my gosh. The Greek Orthodox did it. The guy's walking down the aisle. That's oh. different. Incense. And, the, and then the Catholic yeah. Church, they did it. And now we just have the machine do it instead. It's easier. So you're saying Protestantism I mean, is only a thousand years behind Catholicism? <laughs> <laughs> Less danger of fires. That's true. Well, any other thoughts, my friends? Any machine can be a smoke machine if you use it wrong enough. <laughs> true <laughs> oh, that's amazing that yeah 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 that's true there it is i don't know i i mean i have more thoughts and questions we could go on for hours we could talk about these things but it's late yeah quit being a wuss <laughs> and brett has to wake up early oh okay yeah i'm the only one it's and, not like and I, Andrew, I get up early. How I have to wake up with Maverick in the morning, so I also have to yeah. wake up. At, we all got babies. I just get up early. Time, whatever so time. So we know. This is all a down payment. I'm being tired tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. But I was glad to be here. Three-day weekend. Yeah. 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 Um, I also yeah. have the shortest commute home. Because <laughs> we're in his home. That's true. We'll Where? put his address down. <laughs> it is. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> 17. Lane. You send us a note. You want to send me something nice, I will tell you where I live. <laughs> Maybe I don't know I won't tell you where I live <laughs> Well I don't want you to know But you can come over sometime The <laughs> gospel has an open door mm. Mm. The gospel I still don't, the house key I still don't yeah. want you to know where I live yeah. Bunch of weirdos show up like, Get the <laughs> heck out of here Just give them the address to that um, the like college hospital, like it's on the campus and it's just called the medical building and its address is one, two, three, four, five main street. <laughs> and it sounds like something that someone would make up. <laughs> like, where were you yesterday? I was at the medical building. <laughs> What's the address? One, two, three, four, five main street. <laughs> just give everybody your address, the next sure door, your next door neighbor's address. So you can see how many people. Show Dude, my, <laughs> then e- then Enoch would it. hate it. <laughs> that's his name that's a strong name for a neighbor he yeah, shows up if, if people just started showing up at his house he'd be like 
Who did this? Why are you here? Who did this hey, man, my who friend did... told me to do it. <laughs> who did this to me? Anyways, all right. So, uh, yeah, I guess this is a wrap. Is it too much to say we're back? We're back. We're back, I don't think baby. It's too much. Real back, because last time we said we were back, and then we didn't record again. Let's no. just keep teasing everybody and saying we're back, and then just take as no. long a sabbatical. No, we're back. My rule of life puts creativity in there. It would order the mustard seed. I'm not even officially in, so I haven't even taken the vows. <laughs> That's why it's a cult. Listen, <laughs> it's a cult. It's a cult. The, the more he talks about it, the more it's a cult. Hey, we'll see. <laughs> I, to get in, they they give you a ceremonial knife and they put a single seed on the table, and you have to be able to chop it in half. Maybe. Hey, this has been Outsiders Podcast. It's called. <laughs> have a good one. It's called oh. cutting the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this has been Outsiders Podcast. <laughs>